Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Good evening. The time is 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is your host, Buffy Williams. You're listening to the New Heights Show on Education. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. This is Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. NHEG offers a one-stop shop for education. Check out our website at www.newheightseducation.org and our learning annex to explore fantastic educational options. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each, or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington, coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around, thinking about life and trying to become better people. Check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. I want to say Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas Eve to my listeners out there. Thank you for joining me on this Christmas Eve. I know that you are enjoying time with your family and your friends, and if not, I hope that you find somewhere where you will feel welcome during this holiday season. Our topic for tonight is Ohio launches strategic, its strategic plan for education, which is each child, our future. And as I thought about that, I had a few comments from some of our listeners and they also wanted to know my thoughts and my experiences on dealing with um, dealing with schools and their strategic plan. Um, those, of, those of you out there who know me very well know that I always kind of 
look for a, a company or an education system strategic plan because it does us no good to look at what we're doing now if we can't plan for our future for our children. So a strategic plan for me is kind of second nature. It's something that everyone should have implemented no matter um, what type of business they are in, but especially in the education field. And for those listeners out there who have never um, had the opportunity or have never thought about, well, what is my school system strategic plan? I do encourage you to go on the uh, Board of Education's website and look at what their strategic plan is for the whole school system, because they have to um, have some type of direction as to where they want their schools to go. And it kind of reminded me of a story that I also uh, shared with a friend regarding one experience that I had in particular. Uh, when I moved to a particular state and I was wondering, okay, why is it that at this point in my life, I've received this opportunity to go to this particular location, this particular state, this particular um, town. And I was elated to, you know, to be selected. And I talked to you all about before I work with low income and first generation college students. Um, but I also work with high school students who are in that same population. And this particular uh, area, that I went to, there was nothing very alarming about it. I went, um, my, my supervisor at that time uh, was one of the persons who was one of the initial TRIO programs. Um, and he was able to, um, uh, I would say, coach me in a way and nurture me in a way in it to show me what were the true aspects of uh, the TRIO program uh, regarding the regulations and legislation and how they should be implemented um, within the school, the two-year school structure, the community college structure at that time. Um, but one of the things that I noticed about the area was, uh, it was one of your typical, what we would call in the South, the typical town where on one side of the tracks, and literally we're talking about the railroad tracks, um, one side was, you know, they seem to be doing very well. Um, the students seem to be um, very engaged in school. And then when I went to the other side of town, I saw that there were a number of students who there were multiple generations uh, who had not graduated from high school. And I was so disheartened by that experience because um, in my small mind, I thought that at some point um, in uh, America's education system that we had kind of gotten to a point where at least we could get everyone um, graduated from high school or at least having their GED or having some type of a trade. Because when I was in school, that was one of the big proponents uh, in school. You had some type of direction. We had vocational schools. We had recruiters coming in and out. Uh, if you wanted to join the military, we had the R junior ROTC programs, and we had um, a number of different vocational professions. And for those who wanted to go to college, of course, 
there was that avenue out there for them as well. So in some ways, I thought that our education system as a whole at that point was doing a really good job of nurturing the students and giving them varying options of how they could better their lives and have a quality life and a quality career. And um, when I got to this particular town, I was so disheartened and heartbroken, really, that there were multiple generations living in one household where no one had a high school diploma. And I was faced with the challenge of motivating these young people to see beyond their circumstances of where they currently were. And so for me, the strategic plan started then. It started in my mind of where I wanted the program to go, but also keeping in mind, just like um, Ohio and every other school system, keeping in mind that this plan is not just words on a paper. These, these plans will change a child's life. They will make a difference in a child's life. And we also have to remember that when we implement these plans and when we read these plans, that we are um, actually having buy-in, not only uh, buy-in as uh, a parent or educator, everybody in the partnership efforts have to have buy-in to whatever the strategic plan is so that we can better the lives of our students. And so... I really like the theme of the Ohio Strategic Plan for Educators, which is Each Child, Our Future. And this plan was developed um, by the State Board of Education and the State Superintendent uh, of Public Instruction. But, and this is for the K through um, pre-K through 12th grade education. And their goal is to uplift a you know, the aspirations of their students create hope and excitement uh, and gain development on state education levels and policies to promote higher education. And that's a mouthful, right? So we always say that we're going to aspire to create hope and excitement in a child. But what do you do when a child is in a difficult environment and they come to school and maybe the last meal that they had was at school. And so those are the types of challenges that all school systems face. Um, and no matter what region, no matter what location you're in, <clears throat> excuse me, all of those things impact our children. So again, for Ohio, they started this strategic plan in the summer of, of 2017. And they had more than 150 Ohio-based partners that were helping to develop this plan. And for those of you out there who haven't taken a look at it, um, it is on the website for you to view. But as a part of this partnership team for Ohio and this 150 partners, they had parents in, engaging in um, how are they going to implement the strategic plan. They also had caregivers, they had pre-K through 12th grade educators, of course, they had higher education professionals and representatives, they had business leaders, employers, community members, state legislators, and of course they had students on this panel, and so, or in this group of partners, and they attended over um, 12 uh, regional meetings across the state so that they could receive feedback 
from their constituents in order to make this the best impactful strategic plan that they could possible. Um, so they talked to more than uh, 1,300 Ohioans to handcraft this strategic plan for the students in the Ohio area. So that particular school system has 240,000 educators and they serve 3,500 3, schools with more than 1.7 million children in that particular school system. And so we're just talking about the Ohio school system and how they could potentially impact the student success. And they are looking at the whole student. So they are really taking the approach of looking at all aspects. Not only, I know that we talked about, do you feel that educators now in the school systems have such a high demand on the things that they need to provide? Can they really provide those things and or are they limited in what they can provide based on everything that the students are facing these days, it seems so overwhelming sometimes. But when you have a partnership effort, when you have buy-in from the community, all of these things can be successful. But all of the pieces of the puzzle have to work together. It can't be you know, divided in one area or another. Um, but Ohio, um, and, and I'm saying that in the sense that you have to work in the best way possible. You have to sometimes agree to disagree. You have to sometimes um, do what's definitely uh, always in the best interest of the child, but taking into account, okay, what is our long range goal here and how can we reach that? And so some of the things that Ohio is doing is they're looking at like four equal domains. They're looking at equality, partnerships, and quality schools. And you know you can't do this without partnerships. One of the things that they definitely want to do is they want to increase the percentage of their high school graduates um, from one year to another. They want to make sure that their students are succeeding, um, not only just getting through high school, but actually succeeding at that experience and having an opportunity for career or technical education, apprenticeships at two or four year colleges, maybe even entering the military, but also making sure that they have a living wage after they leave um, the high school system, which is very commendable um, for them to aspire to. So all of my listeners out there, I want you to chime in, let me know what your thoughts are. But those um, four domains that they were looking at, they want to look at the fundamental uh, knowledge and skill level of the child uh, because you always have to have a baseline of you know, where are we working from, of course. And then they want to look at also, um, after they look at the foundational knowledge and skills of the child, they also want to look at is, what, is the curriculum that we're offering, is it a well-rounded um, curriculum? Uh, what is the content there? Uh, also giving the students leadership and reasoning skills or leadership opportunities within the schools to be able to think critically, use their problem-solving techniques, and design and conceptualize thinking um, of uh, thinking uh, of problems that they may receive some data analytics on, or 
evaluating different information systems. And so with that, they also have to keep in mind the social emotional learning of the child and their personal feelings and their social interactions. And so they want the students to become self-aware, have self-management, uh, and this kind of relates to citizenship. You know, I remember um, some of the elementary schools were... Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. You know, like the Good Citizenship Award. Because we know that no matter what we instill in them, if they don't, if they're not self-aware and they can't manage themselves and they're not disciplined, all of that goes out of the window. And so they're looking at partners to help them nurture these children and looking at the whole student and helping them make responsible decisions as far as their their, um, education is concerned. Uh, And some of the other things that they want to look for is they want to make sure that they're very supportive of their principals and they have highly effective teachers within the classrooms. And we know that that's uh, a a much debated topic and also um, providing professional development and professional learning that's going to enhance the curriculum in which they serve. And on uh, the New New Heights Show for Education, and uh, the New Heights Educational Group, I developed the World Knowledge Curriculum, and it sounds so very similar to um, what Ohio has put together. And it's a framework. Um, It's a framework just like your strategic plan is. It's it's a framework for and a guide to try to help the student and the environment that we're in now. How are they going to succeed? Because remember, these are our future leaders. These are our future educators. And these are, the, these are the students that are going to take our country forward. And so what we instill in them um, from day to day is going to impact not only their lives, but our lives in the future. So we have to also keep that in mind. And another thing they want to look at is they want to look at assessing through various assessments that go beyond the mastery of the standardized tests, which I also find um, very commendable because we know that standardized tests also have um, varying factors out there. And some people are proponents of standardized tests because it at least gives us a baseline of where the student is. Uh, And some people only use it for a measure of uh, what is the student's potential for the for the future? But we know that there have been flaws there in the past, but they don't want to use that as their only base assessment. They want to look at um, what was the student's um, performance like before, and then looking at the data, how can we enhance the student using this data, but not overloading their teachers uh, with so much. And I, I like that they caution um, using um, data collection 
and emphasizing the privacy aspect and making sure that they maintain the student's privacy. And they also recognize that this could be uh, an unnecessary burden on the teachers. So they don't want to do that, but they do want to use the tradi traditional measures of proficiency, uh, such as your, um, your exams in school, and some of the assessments that the students are already taking and using that as their data set to see kind of how they can improve the student's outcome. And with the partnership efforts um, and through working with business leaders and philanthropists and working through the strategic um, strategies and making the students more successful and looking at what is their future going to be like after graduation um, is also a part of their strategic plan. So it's a, they use the partnership-based approach. Uh, they also emphasize support services that are more than just being compliant. They actually want to develop relationships uh, with their strategic partners uh, to make sure that the strategic plan is very successful. And they acknowledge that one size does not fit all every school. One size did not fit all. And so they plan to embrace the idea of, we know that we're going to have to tweak our strategic plan so that it's gonna be the best fit for a particular school. So things may not look the same, but they have the same goals in mind. And thinking about um, how are they gonna engage the state level partners and the governors and state legislature to uh, influence policy. And that's another thing that I think I briefly mentioned regarding my work with TRIO. Um, the experience that I gained through working with that program is invaluable because one of the other things that we did was we did advocacy. Of course, we had to take our personal time in order to do that, but advocacy is very important not only um, on the local level. Yes, you want your your school board and your commissioners and your mayor and your governor to know um, exactly what you're doing in your school system, how your students are achieving the things that they're achieving with maybe little to no means um, and funding for that particular school. But you also want them to know the policies that they're making, how they directly impact your students. And so if you ever have an opportunity to take your students to a school board meeting or a county uh, city council meeting, to just let them see what that process is like and how it is going to influence their lives um, it could be very um, instrumental. Because when I went to Washington to talk on the Hill to our congressional leaders, about what the impact of TRIO has, uh, how TRIO has impacted uh, the students' lives that I work with, I can say that, but it really is more meaningful when you take students there and they actually hear that from the actual student. I'm a low-income first-generation college student. My parents had no idea of what college was like or how we were going to make ends meet. But now through the TRIO program or now through the Ohio strategic plan, I had a teacher, I had an administrator, I had my principal or um, my aide 
um, pour into me and show me that there is a better life out there. And this is a pathway. If you don't like this pathway, why don't we try another pathway? But at least they gave them options. And so when legislators um, and governors um, and your congressmen hear from your students, whether it's through a letter writing campaign or whether you actually take your students to Washington or to your local or state board meetings, um, it's, it's important for them to see that the work that they're doing in the community has truly touched the lives or affected the lives of the child in a positive or negative way. Regardless of what that is, the information is still valuable because if you don't know um, how things are being impacted, if you're only looking at data and you're not looking at the human experience, then I personally feel like we're missing something because we can look at data sheets all day and yes, it does give us a framework. But as Ohio has said, each child, our future, we have to look at the whole student. And so I encourage our listeners out there, um, if you're not in um, the Ohio area, and we know that the New Heights Educational Group is in Defiance, Ohio, take some time and go to your local school board's um, website and look at the strategic plan and see how can you be a partner to help your school system and to help your children um, become better students. So I hope that um, you have gleaned some kind of information and I wanna thank you to all my listeners out there. I greatly appreciate you, I'm so grateful. Um, the next time we will meet, it will be New Year's Eve. So I am definitely looking forward to um, seeing you all and talking with you all <laughs> again on New Year's Eve. Also remember my fellow host, Erica Henson, airs live on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that is again my fellow host, Erica Henson, airs live on Thursdays. And remember that the New Heights Show on Education hosts my show, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And next week, our topic will be on educational resources. Here are your announcements for the month of December. Happy birthday to the following people. Priya Kedharnath, Heather Ruggiero on December 3rd, Geetha Lingasamy, on December 4th, Lindsay Clark, December 5th, Roberta Perkins on December 19th, Erica Hansen on December 20th, Tanushri Tawari on December 25th, and happy anniversary to Michelle Shockey and Shannon Williamson on December 17th. Other exciting updates from the New Heights Educational Group includes the following. And please don't forget to donate to the New Heights Educational Group this holiday season. You can also visit our website and click on Amazon Smile when shopping on Amazon. That way, NHEG receives a portion of the sales. A thought for you is also we have had over 327,000 listeners 
for a radio show, if each of those people donated a dollar, that would help New Heights Educational Group tremendously with reaching those that need services. The New Heights Educational Group will be launching um, a new site for their New Heights Show on Education um, very soon. It has never been easier to listen to our shows. Check them out now. The new site is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School. You can also visit our discounted and free online courses to view the newly added courses for us and Silicon Valley High School. Anyone at any age can earn their diploma through Silicon Valley High School. You will really want to check out their $95 courses. We also want to announce a new partnership with Buffy Williams, who's also a host of one of our shows. Her books can be found on our recommended books page on the Learning Annex, and you will also see her books added to some of our curriculum, like the genealogy course that's on our site. We want to give a special thank you to Senator Sherrod Brown for his recent recognition. We really appreciate your thoughtful certificate from the United State Senate. Thank you also to Walmart of Defiance and Walmart of Napoleon. They both sent us a check for $500. We couldn't do what we do without support of businesses like Walmart that appreciate our educational efforts. If you like what you hear on our show, please consider sponsoring it. There are only two more spots available for sponsors. Everyone here at NHEG wants to wish you and your family a happy and safe holiday season. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas. See you next month. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group hosts on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning. Smith, founder of Silicon Valley High School, and we're proud to bring you these New Heights Educational Group radio shows. Because we share the same belief 
that quality education should be accessible and affordable to everyone everywhere. We also believe learning should be as entertaining as possible. And here at Silicon Valley High School, we're proud to report that over 96% of students would recommend our video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported online courses to a friend. Learn more about our fully accredited, entirely online high school and our $95 courses today at svhs.co. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.